Hey everyone, I thought today, well, I've been, as you can probably tell, I've been kind of revamping the podcast. Um, I've been trying to be a little more consistent and do episodes weekly. Um, haven't been entirely successful last week being the example, but for the most part, I've been good and we're hoping to keep that up. Um, but another big thing is that I wanted to try kind of a new structure of episode um, and we'll see how it goes, but I was thinking... I start with kind of just a few handpicked um, big news stories that I want to talk about and I think are relevant for kind of the first half of the episode. And then the second half do kind of a featured review and focus on one new movie and talk about that. Um, and then I'll like section them off and put the timestamps in the description so you can kind of skip and listen to one part or the other if you want. So we're going to try that starting today and just... Let me know what you think. Give me your feedback. I'm curious. Also, let me know about what you think of doing this unscripted. If you go back and listen to my old episodes, I think you'll be able to tell that I'm a little bit robotic because, you know, everything was very scripted, almost word for word and very planned and manufactured. Um, I'm foregoing that a little bit and instead just doing bullet points. So I'm sacrificing kind of conciseness and some of my own like directness in favor of just more honesty. Um, so it might be a little messier, but I think that's a worthy trade-off. Let me know what you think. Um, but let's get into it today. I'm going to start with news. I have about five, I believe, really cool stories I want to talk about, starting with the announcement of a new Star Wars movie directed by Jon Favreau called The Mandalorian and Grogu. Obviously, this will be a continuation of Mandalorian. Um, I'm assuming this is in place of Mandalorian Season 4. And, you know, this is interesting. I mean, first of all, the first thing that stands out to me is horrible title. I think the general public, he's still Baby Yoda to the general public. I don't think they know who Grogu is. They're already putting up barriers for themselves in terms of selling this movie. And we'll talk about the financial prospects in a little bit. That said, I am really excited for this, but I'm hesitant. I'm excited because John Favreau is a fantastic director. Um, he's proven himself over and over. The one episode of Mandalorian that he did direct was fantastic. Um, the issues always arise in the Mandoverse, as we've seen over and over, not with the direction, but with the writing. So that's why I'll be very, very curious to see who's writing this movie. This can't be Mandalorian season three level. If this is as disappointing as Mandalorian season three, it can be seriously, seriously damaging for the franchise. Another thing is just on a business level, I don't fully understand the reasoning behind this. I mean, on one hand, Mandalorian is a hit show. Baby Yoda obviously was a viral sensation. Making it into a movie seems obvious. On the other hand, the numbers that Mandalorian are doing that can make it considered a hit show are like a tenth of the numbers a hit show on, on cable networks are doing. And what's considered huge in one bubble is not really huge in the general public. So already, I think they might be overestimating the audience who's going to come to this. Second of all, we talked about the title. They're putting up barriers for themselves. Third of all, it's just going to be tough putting a Star Wars movie in theaters that relies on 
three seasons of television and I guess Book of Boba Fett, four seasons of television. Um, who knows if Ahsoka will factor into this. It's just a lot to ask of your audience. So they're giving themselves a really, really difficult task. So I'm worried about this, but I really hope it's good. Continuing onwards with our second story and a connected one is that Ahsoka season two has been confirmed. Um, this is really exciting. I mean, we all expected it, but it's nice to have official confirmation. The biggest thing for me, again, get some more writers in there. I love Dave Filoni. I think he's a great big picture storyteller. When it comes down to the details, again, I think he needs help with dialogue. I think he needs help with some of that kind of more granular stuff. I liked Ahsoka season one, and I liked that cliffhanger. So I'm very excited to see where it goes. But again, I'm a little hesitant. Next up, completely unrelated to Star Wars, is Wes Anderson has set his new movie with Bill Murray, Michael Sarah, and Benicio Del Toro. And I mean, this is awesome. Wes Anderson is one of those directors where you kind of get him or you don't. And for me, he works for me. I really do connect with his movies, um, not just on a like comedy humor level, but on a much deeper emotional level as well. And I mean, I'm going to be there for anything he does. He hasn't made a bad movie, in my opinion. And I'm very, very excited for this. There's just such comfort in kind of entering a Wes Anderson world. And he provides kind of such a unique view of the world that nobody else does. And I'm just so excited that he just keeps pumping them out. Um, and then also just Bill Murray, frequent collaborator. Love to see him reusing the same people. Benicio Del Toro was great working with Wes Anderson in The French Dispatch, so it's cool to see him return. And then Michael Cera um, already just fits perfectly. I can totally imagine him in the whole Wes Anderson milieu, so that's awesome. Next up, we've got um, Guy Ritchie setting his next movie called The Fountain of Youth. It follows two estranged siblings who partner on a global heist to find the mythological fountain of youth. And it's starring John Krasinski and Natalie Portman as those two siblings. And this sounds really fun. First of all, Guy Ritchie, I am not as educated on his career as I'd like to be. I've seen his Sherlock Holmes movies. I've seen Aladdin, but that's pretty much it. So I have a lot of catching up to do. That said, what I have seen of him, I've really liked. He's a great action director. This premise I will admit it sounds a little bit kind of like your generic Apple ghosted Netflix Red Notice or um, Six Underground or any of those kind of slop Netflix movies. That said, I do think this cast and I think Guy Ritchie will elevate it and it won't be one of those slop movies, if you know what I'm talking about. Last but not least is Top Gun 3. Is in development, officially confirmed at Paramount. Um, this comes out of a much larger Tom Cruise overall deal. Um, and we'll talk about that another time. But talking about Top Gun 3, Top Gun Maverick was so good. It's just a perfect movie. And I really don't want them to touch it. It doesn't call for any sort of continuation. I think I'd honestly rather them not do this than do it. But... I guess we'll have to see. Since they are doing it, though, I'm excited. I'm curious to see what they do with it. And I hope they get um, 
maybe Joseph Kaczynski back to direct it, and then Ralph McQuarrie to continue working on the script and doing his magic because his work with Tom Cruise has been amazing. So that's that. Let's now get into the featured review, which is The Beekeeper. Beat after me. I'll never steal from the weak and the vulnerable again. It's going to be a fire. Okay, thanks. This is a beekeeper. A special program outside the chain of command. When the system is corrupt, I correct it. He's stolen millions from people who've worked hard all their lives. We have laws for these things. Until they fail, then you have me. The beekeeper rated R. Overall, I really enjoyed this movie. It's a fun January B-movie. And I say B-movie not at all in a derogatory way. Um, A lot of times people see like B-movie as an insult or as a measure of quality. And that's not at all how I view it. A-movie, B-movie, whatever. It's not to me a measure of a movie's quality. It's more of a measure of a movie's goals and what it's going for and what it's trying to do. And they're both completely valid. They both involve a lot of craft. One is not better than the other. They're just different types of things. So when I say this is a B-movie, that's not at all, to me, any sort of insult. I don't have much to say about this movie. I'll mention the craft on display was pretty cool. Um, The lighting, lots of neons, lots of pretty solid cinematography. Um, There was a tiny bit of iffy CGI, but it wasn't that much. And for the most part, it was good. The action scenes were pretty good. The choreography was good. Jason Statham really does not get enough credit as an action star. First of all, he's a good actor. He delivers his lines really well. Second of all, what he's doing with his physicality, what he does in his fight scenes is really, really impressive. And he's genuinely really great. And this movie, obviously, is just another example of that. I will say the premise of this movie, The Beekeeper, I I kind of wanted more from it. I wanted more bee puns. I wanted more bee-related stuff. I wanted, like, swarms of bees flying around people. Like, I just wanted a little more from that premise. Another thing is that, I mean, yeah, the movie's a little bit messy. There are things that are ill-defined. The script isn't amazing. There are some subplots, which um, I think we spend too much time on. And I wanted less of, like, the FBI and more of just Jason Statham. The movie does feel kind of chopped to bits. The editing is just super fast and it feels like we kind of went from A to C and cut out point B. So this movie, it's not going to end up on any of my end of the year lists. It's not going to be one of my favorites of 2024, but I really enjoyed it. Some solid action, Jason Statham doing his thing and um, just a worthwhile watch if you're looking to be entertained for, you know, 105 minutes. And those are my thoughts on The Beekeeper. What do you think of this movie? What do you think of all the news we covered earlier? What do you think of this new structure of episodes? Should I keep doing it? Or should I keep doing news roundups and then reviews separately? Let me know in the comments, the email, the voicemail, or the form in the description. Thank you so much for listening and have a good day.